be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, David. It's a little bit later than usual, but yeah, here. There we go. There's Wolfie. So how has everything been going? Everything's been going well. Uh, as I told you the other day, uh, and on my way to the gym, my dad calls me and he's like, hey, there's this uh, limb fell out of the tree and, and fell on Johnson's fence, which is the neighbor. And uh, when you get done at the gym, come by and, you know, see about getting this taken care of. And I was like, all right. So I go to the gym. I come home. I get me a biscuit on the way home. Go over to get my, come over here, you know, the house, get my son. Say, hey, we got to go over and help granddaddy. And he's like, okay. And we get over there and there's this huge freaking, I mean, it's, it's, oh, I don't know, probably about that big around. Yeah, yeah, I saw those pictures. It's almost the size size of a small tree, but it was a limb. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, if it would have hit some, if it would have fell on somebody, it would have killed them. That's that's how big it was. Hmm. And, uh, oh, Lord. Me and him got it. We picked it up, and we threw it back over on our side of the fence. It was off the fence. And, uh, like I, I was telling you, I think I cut probably about, three feet off of both ends of the tree or of the limb. And it was still taller than me and it was heavy as crap. Mm. But doing that, I, I, I had a handsaw. That's all I had to work with. And then I went out and bought an ax. So I was like, <laughs> an ax will make this go faster. Let's go get an ax. And it's, it's cheaper than buying, you know, one of these electric chainsaws, which I didn't have a chainsaw. I wish I had, but uh, anyway, so I get out there and I'm, hacking away at this thing with an axe and using a handsaw to get it cut up as best I can. And uh, by the end of it, I was just like, oh my gosh. My my whole left side just feels like crap. I'm going to have to slather blue emu or something all over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when we, get old. when we get old. I guess. Yep. Andrew Clavin talking about listening to him on... Uh, Megan Kelly's podcast. That's what he made a little comment. That's why I tweeted it out. It's uh, talking about the the view. Um, how can a show with the host named Whoopi, Joy, and Sonny be so miserable? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they are. They're, that's a horrible show. Oh it is a horrible show. And I was thinking that uh, we, if if we really wanted to do it, and if we could stomach it, we could record or watch their show every <laughs> single day and then go out and, and pick out the lies. They would do their podcast in the morning. We would watch it. We would pick out all their lies, which, I mean, they, they constantly lie. Right. I mean, it, there's not a, I don't think I've ever heard them, except maybe if they introduce themselves and they say, hey, my name's Whoopi Goldberg. 
okay, you're telling the truth now, but in actuality, you're not because Whoopi Goldberg is, I think, a stage name. Yeah. So really, she's not. But anyway, and then we could we could put a video out in the afternoon of the show that they did in the morning, pointing out all the lies and inaccuracies that they put out during their show. And we could probably make a fortune on that one. Just fact checking, you know, the view. And that's what we call it. <laughs> there you go. Fact checking the view. And just within a week, it would probably, it would be like, this is just so, these people are so stupid. They're so dumb. <laughs> how do they survive? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't understand how oh. anybody watches that show. Do you see that where the, uh, I have that on there, the California attorney, you know, because California rolled out the new, uh, a new website that was supposed to be able to, I, I don't really understand what the purpose of the website was for, for, but they accidentally released everybody's, if you have a concealed carry permit in the state of California, they, uh, um, well, see, rolled out all of, of your, California probably didn't realize so when you would click on, like you could click on a name, it, it listed every uh, mm-hmm. permit holder, um, their name, mm-hmm. their address, social security number, employment, employer, um, everything, criminal background well, they, check, they basically, records. They've basically boxed their whole right. carry population and that, you know, they, what they're wanting to happen is to have people call these people's companies up and say, well, I don't feel comfortable coming into your uh, business knowing that this guy works there and he's a concealed carry permit holder. It makes me nervous. So they're just trying to get people fired. That's They can't kind of say that, but, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. They're just doxing. They're, they're doxing people. They allowed that to happen. I wonder how many lawsuits will come they, out of the that. also ha- the state also has a database of sex offenders, but you notice right. those names didn't get released. Yeah. Of course, I think you can. Well, those, those are all away. public. Yeah, you can pull those up. Yeah, that's all public anyway. But think about it. If you're a thief and you're wanting to steal stuff and someone actually was able, they released all the names of the people that have some concealed carriers. They own a weapon and they have it in their house. Yeah. So now I've got a list of names of the people that live in my area that have firearms. Now, all I got to do is go down this list and say, okay, that's where they live. I can't hit that house. But <laughs> right. their neighbor over here, they're not on the list. All right. Chance they don't gun that house instead. It's great. So hopefully crime for the people that have weapons will go down and the people that are living next door, really, that's a, that's a bad thing to say. But they'll get hit more than the people that have guns. So, you know, unintended consequences of your actions. <laughs> and there you have it. Here's Joe Rogan. Uh, he came out and said that he, he would support uh, Ron DeSantis in the 2024 presidential like we were saying I earlier. I probably would, too. Yeah, oh, I definitely would. Um, I'd vote for him over Trump. I I, I really do not want Trump to run. <clears throat> I would prefer if Trump really just got behind DeSantis, and mm-hmm. that would, 
you know, as he's going to carry the torch kind of thing, and that all of Trump's mm-hmm. base would really just flow into that. Yeah. But I don't think Trump's ego is going to let him step aside. He he feels that no. he has he he he's looking at how horrible everything is going now. He thinks he's going to mm-hmm. walk through walk into you know the twenty twenty four election eat like it'll be a cakewalk, right. and then he'll be vindicated that see I should have won the whole time. The only reason I didn't is because they stole it. Um, mm-hmm. and then we'll go through another crazy four years, which I don't think we would. I mean, it was it, the division is always going to be there. Um, but here's the thing: the, the fact that Gore didn't win against Bush, right? And then there's the lady down in uh, Georgia. She was going for, I think, governor of the state. And got defeated by the Republican, and she's still yet to concede the fact that she lost. She still yeah. says that that was a stolen election, so they can complain about stolen elections all they want to, but we on the right we're not allowed to say, you know, I think there's a little something on here. I don't know for sure, but it looks like me. Oh, how dare you! <laughs> how can you bring, you know, doubt upon this the freest and most open election ever? Oh, I was on HBO Max when you sent your text. Mm. And HBO Max has Doctor Who. Mm. Not ne- not from the very beginning, back in the 60s, but back in the 2000s or the 90s when they rebooted him. Yeah. And started over again. And I think it was uh, Ekon that was the first. He, he was the doctor for the first season, and he was only in it for one season. Um, did you see uh, Jordan Peterson joined uh, Daily Wire? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, they announced it that, yesterday. The uh, dude from Canada, right? Yeah. The really intelligent, what was he, a psychologist or something? Yeah, Daily Wire is taking over everything. He, he. They rolled out I'm, that Daily Wire I'm, Plus, which has already done like I'm, a thousand times better than CNN Plus did. Yeah. I've been thinking about getting a membership just because of the fact that I do want to watch that. Uh, what is a woman? Yeah, doctrine. Really bad. I also want to. They've got watch that uh, Denise D'Souza two thousand mules thing too. Because yeah. yeah, what's the uh... and the I I heard about the two thousand mules movie, and like I said, we've probably discussed this before, but I went to yeah, I did me a little search. And I two separate, uh, two different websites. One one end of the political spectrum, one on the other end of the political spectrum. And then I went to the web page for the actual what they said about you know this is the Tyson Mules movie, and they talked about it. And what the website said more matched up with what the I guess would be the conservative side of the reporters reported in their articles. Whereas the source I went to on the left was like, Oh, well, you know, there's all this grainy footage and you can't really see what's going on. You tell what's <laughs> yeah. going on. And, and the GPS, it's not all that accurate. It's only accurate within like, you know, like 30 feet or something like that. And I was like, 
no, that's not. You know, mm-hmm. the people that made a movie said, and the the video that they showed as a a trailer of the movie didn't show green, you know, nasty footage. It was all real good, clear shots of. Okay, here's this guy. He's going over here to this uh, ballot box, and there he's throwing in one, two, three, four. And I just sit there and counted as he was tossing ballots in. Yeah, and I'm just like, hmm. Okay, and like I said. The GPS is is well, it's accurate down to eighteen inches. Like I said, I'd really be interested to see that. Yeah, so uh, so AOC being clean. in there is no uh, no badge of honor. Um, it just means yeah, that you uh, right. hear her talking about uh, the plight of the working woman. You know, she was talking about how she mm-hmm. understands. How difficult it is with her and her, what is it, $174,000 a year salary plus the yeah, crazy benefits that uh, Tesla living on that uh, salary that she couldn't security. have, she wouldn't be able to raise a family with that. And she understands her how the working security. people are. Yeah, I was surprised that, oh, Jordan Peterson, he got banned from Twitter again. Yesterday, day before. Because mm-hmm. he said something they didn't like. Yeah, he was talking about the... What's her name from uh, the Umbrella Academy? Um, the Yeah, the, the girl who left the sex change. Yeah. Something about she set her breast off. Yeah. What do you say? I remember when it was... Uh, when pride Ellen. was a sin. Oh, yeah. And you can't. Uh... But that is, that's ridiculous. Finish the deal and then just open the platform up and let people, you know, within reason, you can have free and open discourse between people. And, and you know, you don't threaten people right. with bodily harm, but you can have a free and open exchange of ideas. Without the, you know, oh, you're taking the conservative side. We've got to ban you. Yeah, he said, remember when pride was a sin and Ellen Page just had her breast removed by a criminal physician? Yeah, and that got him banned. Because they said that that violated the platform's rule against hateful conduct. Well, whenever you tell the truth like that, it's uh, considered hateful conduct. I was watching uh, news, some news today, and it was on, uh, I want to say it was on Newsmax or or something like that, but they were covering these Pride Day raids out in California and stuff like that. And you've got these people at the Pride parades and, and Pride festivities and stuff like that. And they're and they're they some idiotic people have brought their kids out to these things. <laughs> that should be criminal. and they're doing all kinds of nastiness out in the street. It should be. And they're doing this stuff in front of children. You know, I don't care what you do at home by yourself or with your significant other. You don't go out and do that in front of a bunch of kids. That's just that's just nasty. Biden said he was. He came out today and said that yeah, he's for um, that he would endorse ending the filibuster, um, so that they could codify the abortion rights. Um, federally, Trump said that. 
No, Biden. Trump said that? Biden. Oh, Biden said that. And uh, the, D- the DOD. So all fine and dandy is, is, the rules are all fine and dandy as long as they're, you know, getting their way. But as soon as they don't get their way, then they don't want to play by the rules anymore. They want to change everything. It's like, oh, we got to get rid of the filibuster. we got to pack the Supreme Court because these people, you know. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. They're just mad because things aren't going your way. Which, I mean, if you had conservative presidents when Roe v. Wade came down, they could have done the exact same thing Biden's doing and said, no, we got to pack the court with conservatives and turn this opinion around because it's wrong. But you didn't do that. They operated within the bounds of the, of the system. And yeah. then they were able to eventually overturn it. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Merrick Garland, you know, the U.S. Attorney General, he said that the DOJ strongly disagrees with the decision, mm-hmm. and that they uh, that the DOJ will continue to work tirelessly to protect and advance reproductive freedom, and strongly supports efforts by Congress to codify Americans' reproductive rights. And the DOD um, the said that they're going to continue to perform uh, abortions on uh, military uh, bases, even in states that have uh, outlawed it, because it'll be in a federal on a federal State. base on a federal State. facility. There's several uh, states out west that have decided that they're not going to cooperate with the federal authority on certain things like. Gun law and stuff like that. Um, says the military will continue providing abortions, abortions in cases of rape, incest, and when the mother's life's at risk. Federal law prohibits Pentagon from performing or paying for other types of abortions in memo states. But every woke company has been coming out talking, saying with Dix was a big one, and you know all Dix I think is offering, yeah, four thousand dollars um, to cover expenses if you need to travel outside of your and, state. And really the the only reason they're doing that is because it's cheaper for them to pay that individual to travel out of state and get an abortion than to have that employee uh Yeah, maternity leave's a lot more expensive. And then and then do maternity leave and, and then once she comes back her focus is gonna be Hundred percent on dicks because now she's got a child she has to take care of. Yeah. So she's going to have a split focus. It's not because they're nice. It's not. That's not why they're doing what they're doing. They're doing it because it's what's convenient and less expensive for them. It's the cheaper way. And a lot of good employees, once they have that first child, a lot of the good employees will be like, you know, I'm kind of in a good place and. Uh, I think I want to stay home and raise my my son or my daughter, you know, if they're married and stuff like that, and in a stable relationship, and the husband can, you know, afford it. Then that a lot of it. and so now losing this good employee that if they would have just went ahead and took the four grand and went across the state line and got an abortion, they'd still be working. I mean, I'd still be making money off of them, yeah, off of their efforts for me. There again, they want to phrase it in such a way that it's like, oh, we're doing something noble and good for you people. <laughs> we don't have any selfish 
intentions at all. It's just all because we really like you and we really want to do something nice for you. No, 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 no. That's not why they're doing it. They're doing it because it's cheaper in the long run for them to do it than to not. You know, Kentenji Brown Jackson was sworn in um, today. And Good Morning America Uh on their Twitter put... uh, Kentinji Brown Jackson is sworn in as the first black Supreme Court justice in U.S. history. And then somebody posted the picture. Yeah. Clarence Thomas going, what? Huh? Huh? Yeah, really. I think they, think they forgot the woman part. I don't know if they were afraid to call her a woman, a woman since, you know, they weren't. Yeah. Uh, since nobody, no, since they don't have a degree in biology. Right. They can actually be <laughs> sure that it's a woman. Oh, here's a. I, I heard this too. This was a Hodgkin's twins. They were talking about a man in Canada who went out and got the uh, COVID vaccine, and it caused paralysis in his legs and his arms, and I think mm. on his face too. That Guillain Barre syndrome, and he had to actually petition the government of Canada for compensation, which they approved. Which is why I guess it ended up in the in the news but you know and they're sitting there then they're talking about this and they're like you know hey this is you know that they just they talk the way they talk you know and it is what it is right but they're like getting this just you know he got a he got a a, a vaccine a shot for uh something that's got a 99 percent over a 99 percent survivability rate and it don't stop him from getting covid and it don't keep him from spreading covid and all you get is these negative side effects. And then they showed him, you know, he was on a walker doing his physical therapy and stuff like that and getting stronger and coming back, which, you know, thank he is. But, uh, yeah, they were, they were all over it. So there's just, like I said, there's no, there's no upside to the COVID shop. They're never, oh, and something else, I was one of my emails that come through, he came to the Tom show and they were talking about, uh, supposedly the under five is the big push for, you know, oh, the under five, they're dying of COVID at just an alarming rate. But then when they went in and started crunching the numbers, they found out that that was a lie. This right here, Anna Navarro, she's a CNN reporter talking about, you know, them overturning Roe versus Wade. Not anybody could tell you what you need to do with your life or with your uterus. And because I have a family with a lot of special needs kids. I have a brother who's 57 and has the mental and motor skills of a one-year-old. And I know what that means financially, emotionally, physically. She's talking about all these people that are are being, because now that they've overturned Roe versus Wade, that all these children that are going to be forced to be born with special needs um, when they should have been aborted. Um, how much of a financial burden that is on people. and But she uses her own brother and cousin as examples of some that should have been aborted. We're a family, and I know not all families can do it. And I have a step-granddaughter who was born with Down syndrome. And you know what? It is very difficult in Florida to get services. It is not as easy as it sounds on paper. And I've got another, another step-grandson who is uh, very autistic, who has autism, and it is incredible. And their mothers and and people who are in that society, who are in that community, will tell you that they considered suicide because that's how difficult 
it is to get help because that's how lonely they feel because they can't get other jobs because they have financial issues and so yeah so my my thing is this is if you're the parent do you bring that child around her anymore after after you hear this after you hear this yeah i wouldn't think so in this particular instance in the case of my child that i love greatly who is autistic, she thinks it'd be better off for her this boy or girl to be dead than alive. Yeah. I don't think I would take them to see her anymore. No. You know? They they you basically just got up there and wished death upon these people. That's and you listen to that rant? That sounds an awful and I hate to do this because it's gonna sound so cliche, but that sounds an awful lot like Hitler in World War II. Yeah want to make the, the the new master race and you can't have people that are you know uh mentally deficient and physically deficient and gay and jews and gypsies and all these other classes of people that he decided weren't worthy of life and he tried to, to exterminate but what she sounds exactly like him what happens when oh, they'd be better off dead than what happens when uh you know, because their whole argument now is, it. I mean, well, they won't argue, is it a life, is it not a life? They they avoid it completely, and it's, you have no say because you're not a woman. And it's a woman's right, you can't eliminate a woman's right to choose. They won't go into, well, first you have to decide, is it right, is it not right, is this a life, is it not a life? I mean, they don't even want to touch on that. So... At what point do, let's say you, you, you're a mother, um, you just had a newborn, you've got a newborn at home now that's three weeks old, and your husband loses his job. Are you like, well, we're, we can't afford to, because all of this is, they keep coming back to, they can't afford to have children sometimes. That's why people sometimes choose to have abortions. They can't afford them. It's an inc- inconvenience in their life right now with their career. It's not going to work out, but it's some sort of an inconvenience. Well, what happens when this three-week-old child now becomes this inconvenience? So you've changed your mind that, you know, I just can't do this anymore. And you're like, so I'll just go ahead and kill it now. I mean, because there really is no difference. No, there's not. I I don't see them in that far off in the near future going to well, Gavin, that kind Gavin of step. Governor Northrum was talking about here in Virginia. You know, be born. We'll make sure it's blood. Doctor and the woman, the mother, can have a conversation on whether or not it gets to live or not. Yeah, but that's why he's not governor At anymore. At that point, if it's said. out of the womb, it should be a person and should be afforded the rights. Like I was saying, they're talking about the mother with the child, um, that it's all about the mother and her right to have the ability to do with her body as she pleases, regardless of the victim, which the child is the victim in this case. Um, and it's like we've we've discussed before that it's not her body that she's dealing with is totally distinct brand new human being it's not her body it's right. someone else's body but and that's like why they won't argue earlier, that point it goes back to the same kind of terminology yeah it goes back to the same kind of terminology they were talking about in dred scott in that these slaves are property right and that's exactly how they look at this child in the womb 
it's mine and I'll do with it as I please because it's my body. Right. My choice. But see, that's how, that's how, um, that's how a man views the exact same thing with a woman, with his wife. If it's my property that a man has the right to do with his body. So if he rapes the woman, the victim's not her, her, she's not a thought in the decision. It's all in what he chooses to do with his body or doesn't choose. Nobody should have the right to tell him what he can or cannot do with his own body. So if he chooses to rape the woman, even though she's a victim in the situation, then it doesn't matter. You just went somewhere I never did think of going. <laughs> I mean, right. it's the exact same thing. You have a, a perpetrator and a victim. And the perpetrator, mm-hmm. they they put the rights of the perpetrator to commit an act against the victim because they say that it's her right. It's her body. She can do with her body. Mm-hmm. So it's no different than the man. He can do what he wants with his body to the victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And a hundred years ago, that was the case. It is. The, it is. It is. It is the same mentality. Unless you get down to the point of the, where, you know, you start realizing that the child that's grown inside the woman is a human being. Right. And now you've got to come to the exterior and say, okay, the woman is also a human being, and it's not necessarily the fact that it's his right to do with his body as he pleases, because it's not his body he's messing with; it's her body. Right. So I mean, it's same like process, you were saying; same, it was same principle. Whether it's a black person that 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 they they weren't a human; they they weren't a real person, mm-hmm. and then right. eventually they were a woman. She was property, and then eventually she was a real person, an unborn child. Which, They're still viewing which it as a property. Always a real person. Right, they all they all always were. And yes, they all always were. But I'm talking about how that uh, so the, you know, how people, people how people have treated them. So yeah, exactly. So abortion will be the slavery of the 21st right. century. When when in the 22nd century, yes. when they're looking back on us. abortion will be the slavery of the 21st century as to how you treat, you didn't treat them as human beings. You didn't treat them as, you know, you were using for, I I think that's totally accurate. And you'll notice that the same people that were upset about the fact that the slaves were freed and Roe v. Wade got overturned are both. It's Democrats, right? It's the same group of people. It's Democrats. Democrats are about being be overturned. Democrats are about Roe Wade being overturned. Both of them. Yeah. So this nonsense of the party's flipped back in the 60s no. is nonsense because it's the same group of people. It didn't happen. It's just a fantasy that they want to put forward just like this. Yet another little bit of evidence to that fact. Breaking news. CBS News tweeted, breaking New York judge ruled that Donald Trump is no longer in contempt for failing to turn over documents demanded in a subpoena by the state's attorney general. Hmm. Good. Oh, well. We can go ahead and finish up here. Um... 
not catching fades anymore. Gotta keep my hands clean when they come for the bar. Keep it smooth like a dawn, making moves in the dark. Cause I learned how to swim in the pool for the sharks. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again and see you next time. Somebody pray.